Welcome to the RMM TV podcast. I'm Rennie McLean. We speak and we teach on the supernatural, how you, as an ordinary person, can do extraordinary things. Hi, I'm Dr. Marina McLean. The supernatural is meant to be lived naturally, and we do that through the teachings and instructions that you find right here on the RMM TV podcast. So, sign up today on the RMM TV podcast. Nations are falling, economies are collapsing. This isn't happening in one place. It's happening on a global scale because there's a momentum behind what we see. And it's affecting your personal life. But things don't define you. Only your creator defines you. What's behind you right now is one word, momentum. You can't go back because there's too much behind you pushing you forward. In Dallas, Texas, September the 28th to the 30th, is going to be the conclusion of the matter. At the infinity encounter known as the momentum, it's going to be a time of miracles, breakthroughs in your finances, in your marriage, in your business, in your personal life, in the areas that nobody knows about. This is God's set time in your life. It's called momentum. Register now. Sila, there's a momentum taking place in the spirit realm that's to your benefit. Everything you've gone through up until now is for what God is about to do in your life. It's under one word, momentum. This year in Dallas, Texas, September the 28th to the 30th, our infinity conference this year is called Momentum. It's a time of manifestation. It's a time of breakthrough. It's a time of change. It's your divine appointment, and it's during the feast time. For the first time, we're able to do this at this set time. Momentum. September the 28th to the 30th in Dallas, Texas. Be there. Register now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. You know, for the last two months, we've been having such a powerful time in the spirit from Passover to Pentecost and to now because we're still in Pentecost until the next feast. We're still in the time of that rain. And I tell you right now, some of the most powerful things that me and Dr. Marina have ever felt led to teach, we've been teaching it right here every Thursday at the Infinity Center. And before I start the word tonight, I'm going to tell you right now, tonight's theme is powerful. I'm speaking to you tonight on combating the Antichrist. And so this is a subject matter that uh, I taught this in London. I've not taught it in America. But I'm going to teach it. I feel led to teach it. But before I do right now, I just want to pause for a second because I want you to go and tell everybody right now who you know they need to hear this message. There's words. I thank God the word is God, is his word. But there are distinct words that the Holy Spirit highlights that we've got to hear now. This is one of those words, combating the Antichrist. And I want you right now, which I'm just gonna say, guys, I want you to just do me a favor right now. I want you to quickly go to a commercial, just go to a commercial right now. I want you to tell everybody you know, they need to tune in to this message tonight. 
text somebody, phone somebody, whatever you got to do, tell them they need to hear this message. Because this message, I believe, is going to separate you from the times to come. Because there is an accounting taking place right now. And I believe you're going to be amongst those who are saved. Because we are coming up to a cutoff point. And I felt that in the Holy Ghost right now. So I want you to tell everybody you know, text them quickly. Do what you got to do. But tell them to tune in now. Okay, guys, play a commercial for me. And I'm going to come right back and start this message. You need to be at the Infinity Compass Momentum because it is a time to hear God above the noise, hear God through the noise, and most importantly, establish your expression through your vocabulary of what the Spirit is saying. Why do you need to be there? God is speaking clearly in these seasons and in these times of visitation. And I want my challenge to be your challenge, to hear God above the noise and to know his voice expressively, speaking and exposing you to the realms of his understanding. Wow, the realms of his understanding. So make sure that you book your ticket, you make the reservation and you be there for the Infinity Conference. Hallelujah. Hey, hallelujah. Lift your hands with me right now. Lift your hands with me right now. Father, I ask you right now to circumcise every year. Right now, Father, do divine surgery on the ear. Do a divine surgery on the heart. Right now, I pray. In Jesus' name, I ask you right now, Father, to increase your people's capacity to perceive, to conceive, and to retain in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I want to welcome you to tonight's service tonight. I want I really want to feel that you're there. I really want to feel that you're there. Amen. Because this is a powerful message. I'm speaking to you tonight on combating the Antichrist. The Antichrist spirit. I want you to listen to this right now. Go with me quickly right now to Revelations chapter 3. And this is from the Amplified Bible I am reading. It says, he who has an ear, let him hear and heed what the Spirit says to the churches. Then Jesus said in Matthew 11, verse 15, and this now is from the King James Version. Jesus said these words, as he also said it to John on the Isle of Patmos. He's also saying it here now to his disciples. So clearly he was not speaking to everybody. Everybody does not have this ear. Hear what he says now. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. I want you to write this down. 
in times past, God spoke by angels. He still does today. He speaks by visions and dreams. He speaks by the audible voice. He speaks through our thoughts. But in the end times, and there's so many ways in which God speaks, I was just listing to you some examples. But he spoke primarily first by the letter. Now, what does the Bible talk about when it says the letter? The Bible talks about holding to the sure word of prophecy. That means that which is written. That's what that simply means. So he spoke by the letter. But now in the end times that you and I are a part of, that you and I are living in, it's revealed in Revelations 3, 6. It says, let him that have an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. The letter <clears throat> is what God hath said. The Spirit, when it says let him hear what the Spirit is saying, that means in the continuous tense. So because you've heard him before, it doesn't mean that you're hearing God now. And so that's why if we don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, we're not going to hear what God is saying now to the church. There are things that God is saying now to the church that frankly he's never said before because we've never been here before. We are now coming to the end of time and the things as they once used to be. And so there's a change taking place right now. Everything right now that you see around us is letting you know that something is about to happen because changes always take place before God does something dramatic. So he spoke by the letter, but now we understand he speaks by the Spirit. Now, hear this. This is what the Scripture says now. Listen to this, please. St. John 16, verse 13, tells us about the Holy Spirit. It says, How be it when he, the Spirit of truth, is come. I want you to notice what it says. He says, How be it when he, the Spirit of truth, is come. Hear it again. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come. So we understand that truth isn't feminized. It's masculine. And we also see here that truth is not a thing. Truth is a person. One of the most interesting statements ever said to Jesus was said to him by Pontius Pilate when he was interrogating him. And Pilate said to Jesus, what is the truth? After Jesus said, I've come to testify to the truth. Pilate didn't need, I want you to imagine, 
Pilate was a brilliant man, not a stupid man by any means. And yet Pilate had to ask Jesus, what is truth? And it's interesting now how thousands of years later right now, in the time that we're in, time has less value. I shouldn't say time. Truth has less value now than ever before. Now, you say, Apostle Ronnie, what do you mean by truth has less value? Because today, truth is hated. Before, it was tolerated. Before, truth was the norm. But you can tell when a nation is in decline, you say, why? Because it goes from the standard, and then it goes to tolerance, and then it goes to a total rejection. So much, even today, it's even affected the church. In church today, not many preachers are preaching the truth. You say, what are they preaching? Their truth. You say, what do you mean? Because they're preaching what they know people want to hear. That's a dangerous thing to do because you're going to pay the price for it. So truth right now is rare. Truth right now is scarce. So hear it again now. So how be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, <clears throat> he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but, so ev but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Keep that now in your mind. Now, go with me now to St. John 14, 17. Listen to what it says. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him, him, the person, not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be with you. Okay. So the truth has got to be in you. So we must have a relationship with the Holy Spirit to know Jesus, who is the truth. Truth is an absolute. You can't negotiate with it. Truth is the beginning of God to us, and truth is also the end. You say, what do I mean by that? Well, he's the Alpha and the Omega. That's why we say truth is final. No matter what you want to say, no matter what it looks like now, it is final. Listen to this now. I'm going to show you now how the spirit of the age is now currently working. And I'm going to say it carefully. Anytime you see something in manifestation in society, you're going to find for it to have legality in society, it must have a root in the church. Let me tell you why racism, for example, is so strong. 
Well, go, uh, please don't mishear me. Hear me in the right spirit. See, if you're hearing me in the spirit of truth, you can't be offended. If you're not in the spirit of truth, then this is too much for you to hear. But a lot of the founding fathers of this country were what? Slaveholders. The country, this beautiful country, which is a great country, has an interesting foundation. And the interesting thing is, the church stands in the middle of it because the church gave it legality. You say, Apostle Ronnie, that's awfully strong. Now, I'm only telling you what it's true, and the church don't want to teach nor hear. That's why we have the issues we have. The root of anything in society, you can trace it to it being in the church because the church gives it legality. So if there's deception in the world, there's a deception in the church. Listen to this now. You say, how, what do you mean? Apostle, what, what do you mean? Please explain this to me. I'm going to explain to you. Listen to me good. Because we're talking about how to combat the spirit of the Antichrist. Even in the, see, we know about the spirit of the Antichrist in the world. But when I tell you that even the spirit of the Antichrist is in the church, that shocks people. A lot of preachers right now have sold out to the truth. You say, Apostle Ronnie, what do you mean they've sold out to the truth? First of all, they don't preach the resurrection. They don't preach the power of God. They've replaced it with seeker-friendly ideas. It's diplomatic, and it's systematically done. So, of course, you don't see it. It is subtle. And you see, people, unfortunately, are not that smart. You say, why? Because we grab the latest fad. Listen to this, because when I, when I read you this here now, you're going to understand where we go in that, in understanding how the spirit is working, even in the church. See, what the Antichrist spirit in the world don't bother me. You know what? Because we know what's going to happen. But when I tell you that this spirit is in the church, and I'm going to show you how it works and how it's been working. Listen to this. Oh, my God, I must see. I feel something here in the spirit. Go with me to 1 John of the epistle, chapter 4, verse 3 to 6. Listen to this now. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And listen to this now. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come. And hear this now. And even now already is in the world. Now hear this now. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them because this is the scripture we will quote most of the times out of context now. Because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Hear this now. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world. And the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby, hear this now. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. 
All deception begins in the church with error. That's why one of the characteristics of the Holy Spirit is this. He's a corrector. He's a revealer. He doesn't just expose. He corrects. And one of the things that I, I know a well, I, I better be careful. But this is our platform so I can say anything. I know some well-known men of God. You know them. Very, very well-known men of God. Come on TV all the time. Who was actually confronted on a certain doctrine that they've taught. And even when it was exposed to them so that this is an error. Do you know what, the, what was meant? A particular man of God looked and said, he looked at this man who I actually know very well. He looked at him and actually said, I know what you say is true, but I can't, but I can't correct it. And I said, well, why aren't you going to correct it? Because he said, because I've taught it. So in other words, he would rather leave people in error and deception than correct his doctrine. Scary. Hereby we know the difference between the spirit of error, the spirit of truth, and the spirit of error. Now, in the spirit of error, we see apostasy. Apostasy, in simple definition, and I could give you a whole thesis on it, but apostasy, in its simplest terms, is nothing more than a departure from the truth. What is the Holy Spirit's name? The spirit of what? Truth. Who is the person of truth that the Holy Spirit reveals and magnifies? Jesus. Because Jesus came and said, I am the truth. So in other words, it's not just a departure from the revelation of Christ. It's a departure from the person of Christ. You're going to hear this now because this is powerful now. Hear this, hear this now. This is powerful right now. I'm going to say it to you again. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Now, let me just read you this. This is what the scripture says to describe the day that we're in right now. 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 1 to 3. This is from the King James Version of the Bible. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that ye might not be soon shaken in mind or troubled, neither by spirit nor letter. Sorry, sorry, let me back up. Neither by spirit nor letter or word. As that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you. And I want you to mark this right now. Let no man deceive you by any means. Hello, artificial intelligence. For that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. So what we're seeing right now is a departure 
from truth, which is revealing apostasy because behind it is the spirit of Antichrist. Now, listen to this, because the church does not want to teach this subject. But I want to read you these scriptures, because these things take on a whole different meaning, and you begin to see things in a completely different manner. This is what it says now. 1 Timothy, King James again. 1 Timothy 4, verse 1 to 2. Now the Spirit speaketh expressively. That in the latter times, well, the latter is the times we're in right now, the latter times. That in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith. We are watching right before our eyes a departure from the truth. A departure from the faith. And then it says what they're going to do. It says, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. I know preachers today, and people, I want you to really hear this because it's easy to say, but you have to know where this is coming from. I know places where you cannot preach the word as the word. And you know what they'll say? they say, oh, it's too strong. And what they try to also tell you is, oh, it doesn't mean that now. The watering down of the word. The spirit of error. How is it working in the church? Hear me now. How do we see the spirit of Antichrist working in the church? How is apostasy working in the church? Let me tell you how. Through the spirit of error, let me tell you what it has produced in the church. It has produced replacement theology. Everything right now in the church is, we can arguably say, the church right now is under construction. You say, why? We're moving out the ancient things of God. The things that were never to be touched. The things that were to never be moved. In the name of being modern. I remember in the church, and in our meetings we see this, so I guess for me it's different, but I'm going to the corporate church. I remember when in the church we would worship and the cloud of the Lord would appear. And you know what happened the last 20 years? Because there's no cloud. And I, please do not be offended because some of you are in these churches. Today, because there's no cloud, you know what you have? The fog machine. To fabricate the presence of God that no longer exists because it's amongst a parade of flesh. So much so, but if the real thing showed up, you wouldn't know it. There's been a real departure from truth. Truth is life. How can life offend you? How can you not want to hear it? Let's look at this. Let's, let's look at this further. 
Let's look at this further. Let's go back to the scripture. I want to go back to it again. Because to me, this is exposing something. The Holy, you know, the Holy Spirit just checked me on that. I got to say it to you again. Replacement theology has come out of the spirit of error. And it's part of how apostasy is being made to manifest. Apostasy also represents man's rebellion to the word of God, to the truth of God. Hear it again. Hear it, hear it again. Hear it again. Hear it again. Hear it again, please. Second Thessalonians 2, verse 1 to 3. Again, I want to read to you the whole thing. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. It's at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, artificial intelligence is speaking, for that day shall come, sorry, for that day shall not come except there be a falling away from, my God, power, except there come a falling away first. Now, when you see a departure from the truth, the Bible then tells us the next thing on the world stage to come forth is the actual appearance of the Antichrist. And the church has no ability to identify him. You said, Pastor Ronnie, what do you mean? Because one, you've removed the truth. I'm going to say it to you again. Last part of the verse we just read before. 1 John 4, verse 6. 1 John Epistle 4, verse 6 again. The last part of it says again, Hereby we know the spirit of truth. So I'm telling you, September the 28th to the 30th is our first conference, sorry, is our first ever encounter in the feast time at that time of year. And we're excited because that's the time of the year we're the most fresh because we fasted and prayed during that time. So everything you hear, and people, there's going to be such a release. And I so sense this. There's going to be such a release. And I'm speaking it to you right now. Of new spheres of the supernatural that God is going to open to you in these meetings. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be life changes. You're going to get, I heard the Lord say, there's going to be seven impartations. And some of them... You're going to get them. Nobody else is going to get them. There's going to be some where it's going to be corporate, and then there's going to be some where it's designed just for you, for your season. Do not miss it. If you're not registered now, you need to register now. People, don't delay. Commit. Make the step, just make that step of faith. And I'm asking you right now to bring groups of people with you. I'm looking forward to actually meeting you in flesh. Being able to just, first of all, release an impartation. 
bring you the word of the Lord. I love you, me and Dr. Marino, we love you, our staff, we love you. We thank God for you. And without you, there is no us. God bless you. Register for infinity. Momentum. September the 28th to the 30th this year in Dallas, Texas. God bless you. All the details are up on the screen now. Remember, so you see. So you see. Don't let the devil cheat you at your harvest. So you see. God bless you. See you in Dallas. For more Breakthrough Encounters, visit us on R